0: Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Royson You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast on Radio MD, iHeart, or wherever you download us from. Thank you very much for doing so. Do rate us weekly. Do tell your friends about us, uh, especially if you like us. We are, as usual, sponsored by Licefirst First Naturals, LicefirstNaturals.com, the makers of a supplement I take every day, bovine colostrum, and a probiotic I take kind of every other day or every third day with two different other probiotics because I like to rotate them and get a variety. Life's First Naturals with an S.com. I get the tablets of bovine colostrum because I take baby aspirin twice a day. It decreases the side effects by over 70% in randomized controlled trials. You can find those on their website at lifesfirstnaturals.com. Is colonoscopy useful? Well, it's only if you get it. And we'll go through that story in a little bit. It's like blood pressure lowering. It's only useful if you lower it. It's like aspirin. It's only useful if you take it. We'll get over that and why I have problems with some of the analyses, the statistical analysis called intention-to-treat analysis, and why I prefer on-protocol analysis. Lack of protein negatively impacts skeletal muscle recovery. After transplants, you can't go low-protein. As you're over the age of 50, you got to go at least... One gram per kilo of weight, that means if you're 70 kilos, you need at least 70 grams of protein. It's tough to get if you're vegetarian. Where do I get it? We'll get into that in a few seconds. And the um, breathing exercises improve quality of life, both in general for all of us, as well as in incompletely controlled asthma. Menopause, hot flashes, and night sweats are associated with stress and depression. And phthalate exposure increases the risk of obesity. Why? Because you end up with less sex hormone binding globulin. And that means less testosterone. And that means less male in men and less muscle in women diet modification may provide menstrual pain relief let's go into those stories the first one is the one i am most enthused about talking about because it's so important Um, this is uh, My title is, don't pay attention to just headlines. If you do keep your blood pressure low and you do get a colonoscopy and you do take an aspirin a day, if you and your practitioner agree on it, you are likely to gain huge benefits. But you have to do it to get the benefits. That's what we stress in the Reboot Your Age app, what is beneficial for you. So I have major disagreement on studies that make conclusions based on what is called intention to treat. And let me give you an idea of what intention to treat is. If you look at the colonoscopy study that just occurred in the New England Journal, I think it's called the Nordic uh, Colonoscopy Trial. It's got something like that Um, title, and I'll get to that. Um, Nordic European Initiative on Colorectal Cancer, Nord ICC. It aimed to investigate the effects of colonoscopy screening on the risk of cancer and death. Men and women aged 55 to 64 randomly enrolled into two groups. Those in the invited group, which is 28,000, were invited to have a one-time colonoscopy screening at no charge, while those in the usual care group, and they don't usually get insurance paying for it in these Nordic countries, at least they didn't at this time, received, and there were 56,000, received no indication. Follow-up was 10 years. Great study design, right? Unfortunately, in the intention to treat, there was an 18% reduction in colorectal cancer, but no benefit on death um, or all-cause mortality. But only 42% of participants in the invited group got the colonoscopies. On a per protocol basis, that is the ones who got the colonoscopies, there was a um, 40% reduction in colorectal cancer diagnosis, a 50% reduction in colorectal cancer mortality you got to get the colonoscopy to get it. So what does this mean? Um, it means that as an individual, when it comes to your decision whether or not to undergo blood pressure treatment, so we've got the same thing. You need to get the blood pressure treatment to get a benefit or colonoscopy screening or taking aspirin with lots of water and bovine colostrum, please, Efficacy is far more important than effectiveness. What do I mean by that? It is the only way you get a benefit from a colonoscopy invitation is if you actually get the colonoscopy. Or to avoid stroke by lowering blood pressure, you actually have to get a lower blood pressure. Or to prevent a heart attack with aspirin, you actually have to take it. So that's the point. And from an individual patient perspective, and that's what I think is the most important thing, is that from an individual patient perspective, um, that... The problem with the intention to treat is that they encourage authorities like Medicare and insurance companies to stop paying for intensive blood pressure treatment or stop paying for colonoscopies or stop paying for aspirin. But the individual who does them after discussion with their practitioner, they decrease the deaths from high blood pressure, colorectal cancer, or heart attacks uh, by 25% or more in each case. So the point is you have to get it to get a benefit. And um, the key from my standpoint is that only if you get these things can uh, you um, judge whether they're a benefit or not. So when it comes to the patient's decision on whether to get it, Efficacy, that is how well an intervention performs under ideal conditions is not on its own sufficient to inform decisions about the best way to allocate. Um, effectiveness, how well an intervention performs in real-world conditions in which patients are free to make their own decisions, is also critical on population level. But when it comes to your decision, to undergo blood pressure treatment or not, to undergo colonoscopy treatment or not, to take aspirin or not, efficacy is far more important than effectiveness. So that's my take on that important subject, and I hope you don't mind my going elaborating on that. Um, Let's look at some of the other studies this week, and I don't think any of them are as important as you getting a low blood pressure or you getting colonoscopy screening. Um, The uh, next study is if you don't get enough protein, you don't recover as fast from transplants or from anything else that's an intervention, including lifting weights. You need protein. How much protein do you need? You need one gram per kilo of body weight. If you're 70 kilos, you need that's 150 pounds. You need 70 grams of protein a day. How do I get it? Well, egg white, um, veggie, omelet. All I have is egg whites and, and formerly grilled vegetables from the night before. I get 50 grams of protein that way. Yeah, you eat a lot of egg whites. And what about a salmon burger? Each salmon burger, 20 grams. So there's 70 right there. And I often have two or three salmon burgers. Two of them, I'm 90 grams of protein right there. And that's my usual daily minimum. And I'm only about 60 kilos, a little less. So that's the goal. Um, The uh, next story I want to talk about is the one on, well, I already told you a little bit about it. It is doing breathing exercises. How do you do them? You get a an inspiratory resistance device. They cost under $20 for ones that work. And you breathe through it 10 times a day with your nose. You hold your nose as you breathe through it. And it gets your diaphragm. It's essentially doing exercises, strength exercises for your diaphragm. That improves breathing in asthma as well as in normal life. Menopausal hot flashes are associated with depression. Night sweats with both stress and depression. And that increases overall risk of um, illness. So what's the point? Get treatment for it. We have very good treatments. When you combine aspirin with estrogen and progesterone therapies, the estrogen patch there, progesterone, um, if you will, the micronized progestin, you decrease your risk of breast cancer, you decrease your risk of heart disease, you decrease your risk of dementia. But remember, you got to combine it with aspirin because the major risk of estrogen and progestin therapy is increased clotting. Speaking of estrogen and testosterone, testosterone, phthalate exposure lowers your sex hormone binding globulin, means you metabolize more of your estrogen and testosterone, means you have more obesity. The key point is avoid phthalates. How do you avoid phthalates? Well, they're harmful chemicals in numerous products including personal care items, cosmetics, cleaning supplies. So, um, this is really important. Look and see if they have phthalates. It's a right to manufacture if you can't find out before you use something. Um, usually they'll be honest with you. Um, they're in a lot of plastics. I don't know what to say other than try and avoid them. Um, the uh, The only other story I wanted to say is Diet modification, going from omega-6s to omega-3s, reduces inflammation, reduces menstrual pain, even reduces migraines. So, healthy diet, omega-3s, not omega-6s. Omega-3s and 9s, those are good things. What do you find them in? Canola oil. You find them in walnut oil. That's really the only nut with them um avocado oil has omega-3s flax oil flax seeds omega-9's extra virgin olive oil those are good things so our take-homes for today one you gotta get if you're going to get the benefits from lowering your blood pressure you gotta lower your blood pressure if you get the benefits of my you gotta get it you get it for the benefits of aspirin this is incredible only 64% of people in the ARRIVE trial who were randomly allocated to aspirin actually took 40% or more of the aspirin. Well, if you're on protocol, 50% reduction in heart attacks. Overall group, because so many didn't take it, not much change. So about 10% reduction. Well, you got to take it, and you should take it every day. Colonoscopy, you can't get the 50% reduction in colorectal cancer mortality and then cancer mortality if you don't get the colonoscopy. Same thing with stroke reduction and blood pressure. That's one of the two take homes for today. Another take home from today um, is uh, that you need more protein, at least 70 grams a day. Tough to get if you're on a vegan diet, I believe that when we get older, um, the, uh, what um, is called a pescatarian vegan diet or Mediterranean diet is best for all of us. That's with fish, um, maybe egg whites, um, which I obviously believe in, and uh, um, veg- vegetables. Uh, phthalate exposure, bad. See if you can get rid of it. And going to omega-3s, good for reducing menstrual pain and a whole bunch of other problems as well, like migraines. This has been Dr. Mike and You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Radio Podcast. This has been 1121A. By the way, you're going to want to listen to a bunch of the recent bees. They've been just outstanding guests. Thanks very much, Caitlin, for engineering, especially you for downloading us. Remember, go to our sponsor's website, naturals.com. Just even click on it just to show that you care. You don't have to get anything. You can look at the data on the randomized controlled trials, Life's First Naturals, the maker of bovine colostrum, and True Biotics. Thanks again. We'll be back next week, and I hope you will be too.